0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno.
1: With me today is... Joshua Teehee, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno.
2: And Maya Salana McDaniel, first QN student at Aikido Fresno. I think
1: right. Josh actually said insistent I did, instructor, I which <laughs> I kind of like. I did. I'm <laughs> the <laughs> insistent instructor.
2: I didn't know...
0: I the, insist on you, working
1: on this today. You know how... Um, you mix words sometimes, and a oh, new word comes out. My yeah. entire life. So this yeah. is what was happening, but I can't figure out what that other.
2: <laughs> what, the, what, the, what else you were gonna what say? What that
1: for Yeah. <laughs> anyway, assistant to instructor. Assistant.
2: <laughs> I think I think they probably got Insta- it by now. Insta- Insta- we could just say I'm Chris. I'm Josh. Nope. I'm Maya. Nope. Hell Here yeah. we are. We
1: got, a, we got a we got a ritual. We got yeah. a tradition. It's true. Yeah. I,
2: I think that's yeah. I mean, that's it doesn't. Important.
1: It wouldn't fit as well with the music and everything. Right. It's yeah. just yeah. the whole thing. Right. Yeah.
2: People it, expect... It's they the want intro. reliability.
1: Right, right. Yeah, all right. Yep.
2: We know what the people want. That's right, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, we don't. <laughs> In fact, for this... But no. Um, we do have a topic idea. We'll see how well it goes, though, because it was kind of a uh, last-minute kind of thing. But. Just
2: don't tell them that. No, they need to know.
1: <laughs> it's totally fine.
2: We're uh, open-door policy here.
1: Yeah. No, no. Uh, it's just, you know, the, this time of year around these parts, it's uh, very busy and a lot going on, so not a lot of time to sit down and ponder on Aikido topics. And so, you know, when, before the podcast, we what do you want to talk about? I, I don't know. But we hit on something, and I think it's going to be good.
2: Maya, then Maya, then Maya, what and then and then <laughs> you can just talk about so it. So first and of all, this it.
1: whole thing is just so that Maya can talk about her <laughs> pet peeve
2: when not it true, comes to true, footwork. Not true. Not true. Um No. So we we settled on talking about uh, positioning today, like specifically positioning yourself in relative to other people and why that's a really important part of aikido and maybe why that's something that uh isn't emphasized as much as it could be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about that because is it or is it not emphasized? Because uh I have always been taught that the first the first rule is to get offline. Who taught you that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that not something that No, uh, that's definitely I mean I, mean, I yeah. think that's something that that most schools would uh, agree on that there's a a movement that happens like that you're not um just kind of doing things in front of people although you yeah. all you see that um and uh it is something that people want to do I think instinctively um
2: Yeah, I think I mean so like I think that you see that 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 important lesson definitely taught in pretty much most Aikido school. You know, that this is like a no-duh of Aikidos. Get off the line. But beyond that, I feel like there isn't a lot of discussion that happens about what are different positions other than just in front of a person or not in front of them. And there are other places to be in relation to another person that isn't just well, in and, front of them or right. not. Right, and
1: and also what what... What position is the best? What position is uh, the worst? What positions are transitory positions? Um, yeah. You know, because not all the positions are created equal, right? And some of them are definitely transitory positions you're not hanging out in for any extended period of time, even though in a form you might see it that way. Yeah.
2: So, Chris, like, because, I mean, our experiences are obviously a little bit limited, um, how many Aikido schools or like how much is position aside from just the get off the line thing? How much is that taught in other Aikido schools? Like, like, you know, like Henko and stuff like that.
0: I mean, it really depends on like,
2: I know that's maybe a badly phrased question. No, no, it's fine.
0: Um, it's like, uh, you know, when, when we talk about Maai, you know, Everyone in Aikido, I think, um, gets in their first little bit of taking Aikido what the distance is, which is stick your hand out and measure the distance to fingertips and like that's that's ma'ai, right? Like that's the distance we use. And so like that is such a gross oversimplification of what ma'ai is and and get off the line is also a giant simplification. So do all Aikido schools talk about it? Yes. And I think a lot of Aikido schools say just like they say with ma'ai that like it's super key to Aikido. But uh, it's really after that, and, like, everyone likes to repeat that over and over, I don't know how much regularly gets taught and talked about. How deep um, with it goes that. into right. the... It's just kind of like Ikyo, you know? Like, everyone's like, is so important. And then it's like, why? like, well, because it is. Right. Yeah, what's important about it, you it's know? it's the first so, lesson. Right, yeah. It's, well, yeah, and so <laughs> can't do anything else than Ikyo. How come that's true? Well, because it is. Um so it's, it's, you know, it's one of these topics. I mean, in like, you know, my eyes, one of them and Ikea is one of them where it's like, yeah, everyone knows that we're supposed to say get offline and then that's pretty much it, right. you know? And like, why do you get offline? How many times do you have to get offline? What kinds of offline are there? What's better offline? What's even offline? Yeah, what's offline mean? Right, yeah. What are you factoring uh, in? I, a, a student of mine came uh, came back, I don't know, a few years back, and he came back after doing some other stuff, and he was like, you know, in boxing, they talk about getting offline too. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. That's correct. And he's like, oh, I thought that was unique to Aikido. And he's like, no. But the way in which we do, it, do it is and different. why we right. do it that way is is different, you know? like Right. Um, so it's, it's a real hotbed issue, you know, and, and I think, I think the first thing to understand is that, you know, there, there's no, as far as I'm aware to date, um, from all the research I've done, there is no proof that Ueshiba ever called Hanmi the way we stand. Um, there is proof that he called it Ropu no Kamai, um, and you can find that in Budo, um, which is just a, a Ropu stance, uh, like a six way stance. Um, and, and that's the way he suggested putting your feet but there is no proof that he calls it Hanmi. But what there is proof that he calls Hanmi is a position relative to someone else. And that position is skewing the line, right? And, And that's traditionally also how it's used in, like, schools of swordsmanship. Other traditional Japanese martial arts use the word hanmi to describe getting off the line, basically, which is, like, the first way you skew um, the position between you and them. And so, you know, in – I remember my grandparents would say this a lot, and I don't know if it's in popular culture anymore, but my grandparents would talk about squaring up. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Got to square up. Yeah, yep.
0: You're squaring up with that boy, right? And, like, what that means is, like – you two get together and punch on each other a bunch right. or whatever wrestle whatever yeah, stand right yeah. in front of you each other you see who's more powerful beat the than shit that. out right, of each other right that's what you do you know like toe the line is another thing like what we both stand oh, on a line yeah. toes to- toes facing each other toe the line and oh. yeah huh. and that means we beat the shit out of each other right like we stand really in front of each one. other and, and beat each other and and so you got to understand that like you know what's your objective and so like you know if the objective of the thing you're doing is to find out who the toughest person in is then then doing that squaring up with someone is very reasonable and it, it's very reasonable to do that for a fair amount of it and it, it's in many ways what fighting is like you know meaning that I'm going to struggle against you physically and we're gonna find out who's the better struggler, you right. know like who can take more, who's physically tougher, who whatever you know
2: And it's the best to stand f- you know front facing each other like that, squaring up because both people have their most powerful, way of using their bodies directed on each other right
1: well and so if you want to launch an attack let's say a fighting attack i want to punch someone kick someone wrestle someone to the ground i have to do that right i mean like yeah i mean yeah well so like yeah it's it's yeah i mean yes and no
0: so like you know so if we go back to old school boxing right like old school boxing is like uh not what we would think of boxing at all like uh uh, it's it's two guys standing on a line and like one guy punches one guy and the other guy punches the like, uh, back like like the slap like the yeah, slap, slap bites. yeah kind of like, like that like, like slap fights yeah yeah, yeah like, like like bloody
2: knuckles yeah or that's getting
0: yeah, yeah. yeah like bloody yeah, yeah. knuckles or something like that and taking it,
2: turns it, hitting yeah. each other
0: exactly right and like there's there's uh, some some uh uh Boy, I don't know the proper term to call them Inuits I guess uh, uh, Games where they do stuff where they like uh, They fish hook each other you know they'll stand Side by side nah. each one of them put their arm around The other guy and stick his finger <laughs> inside the other guy's Cheek and they'll Jeez. both pull as hard as they Can until one guy gives up right or they Rip each other's yeah. cheeks off that's you know great, like oh uh, Yeah and there's all kinds of games like this you like know Like arm
2: wrestling or yeah, something yeah
0: exactly right. yeah Yeah like real painful arm wrestling yeah right. but yeah The purpose is to find out who is The, the tougher, tougher right. individual like that's right. the Purpose you know and, and so that is is really what our is inundated in on some level, and so when a lot of times when people say martial arts, they're talking about that stuff, and and that stuff, in my opinion, is not exactly martial arts. Really, maybe not at all right. martial arts, right. but it's some kind if of. If it is, it's a very you know? small percentage. Sure, you know? um, and that contest stuff is, is
2: a good way to, to to talk about it, right?
0: And and so it's it's interesting when you say like you know there is no way to box someone arrest someone without doing that. It's it's kind of built in that you're going to have to do some of that to modern boxing and wrestling. But modern boxing and wrestling do account for strategies other than that, right? You know, like so they do account for things. So, I mean, it it would be wrong to say strictly that that's not true. But it it is a lot of what happens. Well, right.
1: what I'm saying is someone's over there. I want to go throw them to the ground. Right. Got to go over there and get them. At a certain point, I am going to be in that position – Square to them square to get Square to them yes. in order to get them, right? And because they because want to get
2: you, they're also going to be square to you. Well, if
1: that's what they
0: choose to right. do. Yeah. Right. right.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. in that right. situation, yeah.
0: Uh, all I'm saying is I don't want to make it sound so much that, like, Aikido is the only martial art that's thought of getting off sure, the Sure, right, 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 not, right. Because all good martial strategy of course, right. does include that. But, right. but understand that, like, sometimes we have games and things that are built specifically to take that advantage away, right? right. right? Like, um, yeah, I mean... Uh, fencing does that. You you get on the the pell, you get on that line, and then you you just fence. You know, like you're fencing right at each other. So there's no angle changes, no anything, because the idea is, can I take the assault of someone else and dish out my own assault at the same time? Um, so Aikido philosophy inherently breaks this. Like Aikido philosophy, everything should be, and I think a lot of Aikido schools say, you know, number one uh, rule of any technique is to get off the line. I think that's pretty common. Um, And the reason for that is because on that line, the other person can dish out 100% of their force. And so if they're bigger and stronger than me, which in Aikido is kind of everything we're expecting to face, I'm not the the biggest, strongest dude. Um, So I can't stand there because if I hit them and they hit me, that trade is bad for me every time. They'll do more damage to me than I do to them. Um, so because of that, we always get off the line and, and the first way you can get off the line, like, look, I would love to snap my fingers and teleport somewhere where they couldn't get me. That would be awesome. But when we're talking about position, the first position I can get to is Hanmi, which means half body. I mean, it's a literal translation and it just means I am on one half of their body. And so they cannot deal full force of both halves of their body towards me. So if you stand square in front of me. Then I can hit you hard with my right hand, hit you hard with my left hand. But if you skew slightly to the left, I can still hit you pretty hard with my right hand, but I can't hit you nearly as hard with my left hand, right? And in order to get into a position to really exert force on you, I have to turn my body the same way you've turned your body, right? Right. Which means I'm already dictating position and I'm already dictating what happens, right? So it means I've gotten control of the situation, right? Like it's maybe hard to realize, but like if I step to the left and then they have to step to the left, I'm dictating what they have to do, which puts me slightly ahead in the situation right
1: correct yeah
2: and in a situation where someone is more powerful than you whether they're stronger or there's more of them or whatever taking any little uh, advantage by making them react to you via moving and having them have to follow you if they want to get you is what you need to be doing uh, in order to to help to overcome a situation like that
1: right so there's a confusing thing, I think, that happens here then. Because, uh, you know, so we we're saying get offline is the first thing. In most traditional forms, as I see it, when we use hominy, which is the way we stand, what you're saying, I believe, is that we're already offline in a way.
0: Um, one more time? In
1: the So in the traditional... Uh, beginning of a technique let's say we're just doing katate doitano hanko um if we are standing in homni, um we are i am are, we are already offline in a way yeah
0: so uh yeah whenever we're executing aikido technique and say the, here's where it gets tricky it's because the technique starts in the middle of the well yeah i mean it gets tricky for a couple of reasons. i mean like so what you just said and why i asked you to say it again cuz i wanted to be sure that i understood what you're saying is like we use the word uh, in 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 regular modern aikido we use the word hanmi to mean how we're standing, meaning in that triangular position, and we also use it to describe how we are in position to someone else, meaning I or yaku hanmi. Right. So, so when you say like we're standing in hanmi, which is correct. I mean, that's the way any Aikido school would say it. That that could mean two things. Yeah, right. It could mean I'm standing in hanmi directly in front of someone. Um, you know, I'm standing in uh, what I think O Sensei would have called ropo no kuma. I'm standing in that triangular T stance thing. Um, right in front of someone um, and that would meet one criteria of of, i am in hanmi right Um, but the other criteria would be i am off of the line and so like the way traditional aikido techniques and this is correct i mean what you're saying is exactly right which is in a traditional aikido technique we always start the technique in hanmi meaning not just we're standing in that t stance but also that we're askewed to each other like that's how the techniques start yeah Mm -hmm. okay which is a, a
1: weird and complicated thing, I think, yeah, it, to I mean, think about. Yeah. So, to like, start
2: there. Because you're essentially what you're saying is we're missing a first step. Well, right. well right. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And this yeah, is yeah, for like yeah. Kihon techniques, yeah. too. It's important to understand because in, in Kino Nagare, that's not necessarily right. Yeah. true. Right. right, right, right.
2: So, beyond just getting off the line, what else is there to positioning?
0: Um. So it's, it's it's mixed. There's a lot of stuff in here. So um. So there is what we in our school call muhanmi. I don't know if anyone else calls it that actually, but it just means without hanmi. Um. And that that means that I'm standing what i would say is square to someone and they are standing square to me so we're both just standing with our feet side by side looking at each other or whatever we could be beating the hell out of each other but whatever that's muhanmi, and that's without hanmi and then the first position we could go to from that is to begin to skew ourselves either right or left and depending on which foot we step with we will either be naturally in I hanmi or gyaku hanmi right meaning so we right foot to their right foot or left foot to their right foot or vice versa, right? So the other side too, same thing.
1: Open uh, or closed stance. Right, yeah, other yeah, 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 Modern, uh, Different yeah, things, yeah, but you yeah. call it, yeah,
0: open stance or closed stance. But yeah, so once I take a step slightly off to the side, that is truly Hanmi. I'm working to one half of their body um, and uh, I'm, I'm positioning it either same side forward as them or opposite side forward as them. And then as I continue to work that, I get to a position that I call hitoami, and I don't know, again, so like if you look at different Aikido schools, several different Aikido schools have this word hito ami, but they're using it to reference slightly different stuff, and hito ami just kind of means on the line. But what that means, the way I'm saying it, is is on the line, side by side. So
2: so our hips are in line with each right, other right
0: our hips are in line with each other, but not uh, i'm completely i'm as 'm as hunmied as I can be, meaning that i'm only one half of your body can contact me right so mm-hmm. uh, you know if we're standing side by side at a bus stop then uh, and I'm standing on your left side, you can only hit me with your left side you can't hit me with your right side without turning right, everything right. around believe, you know yeah um, and so when're we're, we're square like that that's as far into the hun me concept as I can possibly be, which is hito though on the line side by side with you. And then as I pass that line, as I break that side by side line, I get my first Idimi, which is to be behind them, right? So Idimi means to enter in behind them, and that's where I want to be. And, and like I said, if I could snap my fingers and be somewhere that you wasn't would be far right, away, right behind them. I would be right behind yeah. them, and that's what I'd choose. And and that's clearly what Yuishibu was very, very good at and was very impressive to people because there's many accounts of him disappearing like a ghost or him getting behind people and they didn't know how, and all this stuff is really commonly said about him. And it's because he was good at irimi and and several people said he invented the technique of irimi i don't know exactly what all that means but but um how to get behind someone Mm -hmm. like that you know
1: and so that's the sort of uh i don't want to say it's a game but that's the game of it if we if we could put it in that topic is is uh always working to better your position until hopefully you can get irimi And from that irimi, hopefully you would be able to just uh, leave or whatever needs to be done. Achieve whatever goal. Right, right, right.
0: If if there's not an emergency situation, meaning something that I have to address or I'll die right now, um, then position is the number one thing I'm working at. Well, actually, so distance is the number one thing I'm working on. Right, Uh, of course. Oh boy, you can always keep going back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I could say tensions the number (laughs) one, right? Right, right, right. But but distance, and then you know, getting past distance, like uh, once. I, I either can or cannot deal with my distance, then I will start working position and I'll try and get to the best relative to position to them. And then if you know that's broken down, then I have to suppress and that's the concept of ikkyo, you know? like so all that stuff. But but yeah, position is something I'm constantly working on. And if I don't have some emergency situation, meaning that like there is a knife coming at me right now and I can't make e- a, any kind of Taino Hinko for some reason, um, like the ability to vary my position yeah. is what Taino Hinko means, um, then, then I will be doing uh, the Tainohenko, but or I will address that. But if I can't, I'll be doing Tainohenko.
2: So, um other our, our other Aikido schools do practice Tainohenko, correct? Yeah. um And I think so. It's like all the this all that stuff is already in Aikido. The different pos- possible positions to be in relative to another person, and and a lot of people go over that in their schools. Yeah, very common. But past that, the the Understanding of the, the value of those positions I think is maybe something that's not as talked about, right? The like, why is this a good position or why is this maybe better than another position or that kind of thing other than just, oh, you want to face this direction or you want to be over here, you know?
0: I mean, yes, that's absolutely true. And I also think that like just the overall goal of Aikido is not clear. And so right. because the overall goal is not clear, you know, so if you think the goal of Aikido is to do a shihonage, well then, you're not going to put the premium on Maai and Hinko that you should be putting right. on Maai and Taino and and so you know, and I, I could hear someone countering that and saying like, well having a good shionage would mean having good ma'ai and and good tai hinko and that's true relative to the smaller subset of shionage but shionage is a tiny subset of what you should be doing in aikido principle right. and if you were doing all the good stuff in aikido like if you were doing all the if you're doing aikido as good as you could you, you would never to, right? do a shionage right. never ever
1: and truthfully the shionage uh the the goal or the point of the shionage is to put you back at Proper ma'a. That's exactly to right. To put you back. Right.
0: So, all the nagewaza and all the kill waza are tools simply to give you, again, good distance and positioning. Right. That's and it. to
2: keep them from taking away what position that's right. you do. Right. That's have. exactly right. Yeah. And I
1: think that's like a big. I, I felt that, that that was like a big uh, kind of jump or a leap or uh, that, that happened between, um, you know, the, the technique um in a keyhone fashion where I knew you gotta move off the line to do all these things and then putting it into like a even a, like a GeoWaza a more spontaneous thing. Um being able to understand the position change and how it worked but you know, like I think I had I was always thinking about doing the technique Rather than right. getting to the position that would allow the technique to happen. And so, what ends up happening is you get caught, 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 you get caught right. right? And that's why I think, like, a lot of times, like, if people f- are feeling crappy in their geowaza, um, that's why, is because um, they're approaching it slightly backwards. So, they're thinking, Ikkyo, instead of thinking, um, I need to get to a good position behind them. And then, in, as that is unfolding, there may be an Ikkyo there. There may not.
0: That's right. It's You know, a lot of people in Aikido, and this is circulating a lot right now. So, so you know, like we're in a – we're definitely in a uh, – uh, what do you call it? Like a renaissance kind of of Aikido. I mean I don't yeah, know exactly yeah. the word to put on this. But Aikido people are asking good questions about what we're doing, you know. And, and I've seen a lot on the internet popping up like, um, oh, you know, Aikido needs Kazushi to, to throw. And yeah, Kazushi yeah, yeah. means some kind of unbalancing, right? So, So – Aikido doesn't make Kazushi like, say, Judo does or something, right? So, like, Judo, there's all kinds of specific Kazushi, you know, like, so you pull on this, you know, I've, I've got, I'm come to grips with a guy and I've got his lapel and I've got his sleeve or whatever grips I've got. And and I, I step in one of these patterns to pull the person to that angle to start to unbalance them and this unfolds a set of techniques, right? And so, you know, you'll hear Aikido people saying stuff like, oh, you know, if we were better at making Kazushi, then our throws would be better. The problem is, The way we make Aikido Kazushi is nothing like Judo because the goal is not to grab them and pull them. It's they want to get us. So like, I'm not going to grab you and pull you where I want you to go. Instead, I'm going to position myself where you'll have to come to a bad angle to get me. And then when you do that, there will be an inherent kazushi And right. so like, so what you were saying right now um, is right, which is like, if you're just thinking about the technique, you will put yourself in the wrong position to actually ever achieve the technique. So, right. you know, if your goal is do shionage, you can't do it like an Aikido person would do it. Right, like, right.
1: It, it won't work. Right. You know. Like, no, I was going to say that exact same thing. Yeah, you can't you, – Shihonage does not work with you trying to throw them. They will stop you every time. Yes. It only can unfold if you allow their energy, what, if you understand what they want. Um, and allow them to go there as you are moving. That's right. You know, and it will come off really naturally. With it will, and it will be the most natural thing. And they
0: will generally put themselves in the position, you know. So that idea of like we use their force against them—that's not bullshit. That's really the way it works because they're always trying to get us, and in their desire to get us, they will put themselves in these various positions that Aikido techniques will naturally feed into, right? And and it's also you can't think. This is such a weird thing to talk about because you can't think about trying to get the technique, and you shouldn't be because right. that's not the goal of Aikido. The goal of aikido is never to get a technique on someone it's simply to put myself in the best possible position so that's all i'm working for and then if i'm working for that naturally the techniques will happen and not because i want them to and i honestly i give a shit about them happening but that's why they're there is because they will happen in those positions you know
1: i've taken uh to doing this lately when because we had been talking about positioning a lot um which is like you get to the position so let's say uh gyaku Homni, i homni, standing next to each other, whatever, standing behind them, Um, and just go through, okay, what what techniques are here? What, you know, you've got to your, um, you know, Gyaku-Homni position. What techniques can you ferret out from here? What techniques might arise? And I think that's such a better way to look at it because then you realize that, like, yeah, if I'm in an I-Homni position, um, it's going to be difficult for me to get X, Y, and kokinage, Z techniques. Yeah, Ko- I mean, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, if I'm if I'm behind someone, I'm not going to get a uh, kokinage. If I'm, right. you know, so you begin to see uh, how the techniques, where the techniques are available um, in a much, like, broader way than if you just were, like, looking at, like, uh, ikkyo. This is ikkyo. I you think know, I mean, it yeah. took me a long time to realize that, like, you know, if you're in an ikkyo position... You're also in a Nikio, Sankio, yankio Gokio, You know,
2: we have to stop thinking technique first because the technique is uh, a result of a situation. Right. And so to think technique first is is it's completely backwards. And so exactly what Josh is saying when uh, I was preparing for my last test, I realized that looking at like, the technique first is silly and instead to do exactly what he's saying which is look at the position and go like well what could I do from here you know what can I do from this like 45 angle position what can I do from this side by side position you know and realizing that like like categorizing the techniques like that and going like what do these different places have in common or you know why would I be over here having to do this thing instead of going you know ikkyo what's ikkyo all about you know and realizing like it was cool to me to realize that like most of our techniques happen from like that 45-degree angle kind of place off of someone or next to them, and how there's very few techniques that really happen directly behind in that arimi position. And why would that be? Right, and I was like, why is that? And it was fun for me to sit and go, why is that? And it's like, well, because if you're in... In the Arimi position, then you, you, you've you gotten where you, you need win. to go. Right, and right. so, like, aside from Arimi Nage, which solves a couple of issues from that position, you mostly are where you need to be and then are working to create more distance, ideally. Right, right. And so those other and positions so- are failures right. of getting to that are, are less good arimi you know oh my arimi failed so i'm side by side or oh my side by side failed so i'm like at a 45 to them what can i do from here to keep my position right. or better my position so, um, and that's what all those techniques of are of course doing.
1: everything's going to build to get you to arimi right, right. If and arimi that's why there's so the best, many from those right, other two right, positions because
2: right, they're less know. good you need and i mean options. you know
0: just ask any kid um you know if someone was going to attack you Where's the worst position for you, place for you to stand, and where's the best pos- place for you to stand? You know, and any kid will tell you the worst place is right in front of them, and the best place is right behind them. You know, like. Th- it's obvious, you know, and actually most kids, what they'll shout first, like if I'm talking about position, this is kind of what I do with my kids' class, the first thing they'll shout is, get away from him. Right. So they know right, that right. the real Run first away. thing is ma'am, to right. make good yeah. distance, yes. right? And then after that, good position, where's the best position behind them? The, the way, you know, like talking about that, you know, what's the best way to learn it? Like I learned Aikido in kind of what I would call maybe like a, a things in a box method, which is like um I, when I was a shodan, when I got my shodan, um, it's like I had... Had a box full of things, you know, like I had a box full of with ikyos and sankyos and nikyos and all this stuff. I had a box full of these things, and like I knew what they were and I knew the colors and how to use them, kind of, but I didn't know how they went together, you know. And so, to me, when you're studying, and, and you know, I remember making tons of lists, and I would make lists from the grabs, like, you know, from Katate Dori, what techniques could come from Katate Dori. And then I would also make them from the techniques, you know, from, uh, for Kokunage, what attacks can I can I do to do a Kokunage? And really, that's the wrong way to go about it, except for just, you know, getting a box full of things. Right, I mean, that, that's the, fine. Yeah. You want to get a box full of things. But but if you want to understand the system, you should only look at it from the attack, first right and then one back from the attack is the position that the attack comes in you know so like it it goes back like that like position is the well, distance is the key right. thing. But then position is the key thing, and then the attack type is the key thing, right? Like, it never goes like I want to do X. If you want to do X, then you're studying a system that's designed to get someone in some way. Right. And Aikido is not a system. I and mean, we all know, you know, it's not a system about getting the other guy. It's about
1: protecting me. And that would that would solve the whole like grab my wrist problem. Yeah. It sure would. Yeah, you know, sure I mean, it solves it instantly because it's like you understand that like you know if i'm if it, i don't want you to grab my wrist right um you are tr- your wanting to grab my wrist is what allows me to do all of those right. things so if you don't want to grab my wrist i already win yes i'm winning right right now. so <laughs> right i mean like <laughs> right because i have a gun or a knife or a baseball bat and that and i'm hitting you with it or whatever is happening so like right so it's a given that you're going to be trying to grab my wrist um and if you get that then you can build you know
2: yeah i think too the other thing studying for that test that was like a big to me my that was my big this last test i feel like was understanding position like why that's so crucial to aikido and understanding what the positions are and how they pull all those pieces together um was that like like uh, position is an under having an understanding of hadagi and uh, like someone else's hadagi in addition to your own you right. know what I mean yes, and if you think right. about I don't know I had this picture in my head and then later Chris drew it and I'm like that's the picture that's the picture that I had um, of like you know like you have a, like two lines like your arms if you held them right out in front of you and you have you know the rest of you is just like a circle kind of drawn from your own uh, your own arms um, and so like if you're on if you're standing square with someone you know your line and their line are, are directly on each other and then you know, as you move positionally out from that, you, your arms are, uh, your sti- you're keeping your hotigui on them where their hotigui is no longer pointing that's on right. you. And what I mean by hotigui is the best place to do stuff to people, right. you know, and, and the more that you get behind them closer to being 100% behind their back, the less they're able to do anything with their arms, right. you know, without twisting their hips or stepping or moving or that's all right. that other and stuff. Right. And what happens and that,
1: when they do that? What do you mean? What happens when they twist their hips to come get you?
2: You have time. I mean, that, that's the thing. I think well, the other thing is... Right,
1: and they imbalance themselves. Right, right. Like right. Yes. The, yes.
2: Kizushi, they
0: sacrifice their right. position, right. their stability, and their time. Right.
2: Right. right. And I think that's the other thing is the relationship between those things. And I think we, as martial artists, are really bad about understanding the time thing and how like like things don't exist outside of time. But we also have to understand them outside of time in order to plug them back into time. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like, sometimes people think about things, and they're like, um, well, if you did that, then I would just ninja chop you these five places, and right. then you die. And it's like, where OK, where are you going to find
0: the time? Where are you going to find the time to,
2: to, to, chop the time to ninja chop Those me? Right. Places. But also, we have to pull stuff out of time to understand. And this position's a perfect example. It's like, when we're practicing position, like of course, you can move to adjust to me. But for right now, we've got to understand, where am I trying to go? What is right, my goal? Right. And then when you start practicing it, you, you see quickly that this is why we don't all just get remi all the time. You can't, like, it, you know, it's hard to get remi on someone that doesn't want you to get it. And that's yes. why you, you fail and end up with a side-by-side, that hito-ami position. Or, right. you, or you fail right. and you have a, a, a hanmi, but it's better than nothing. And,
0: and the reason we have the techniques we have is because you're trying to keep them from getting that. Uh, better position next right so right. like if we're hito and me we're side by side and I'm doing a kokunage I'm doing a kokunage because you're trying to come back right. around to me and I want to stop you from doing that and that's why you're trying to put your hatagi right back exactly on mine right.
2: I don't want you there yes
0: and so that's that's why the techniques exist not because I want to get the technique and that's that's also one of the techniques it doesn't matter if they're like powerful and i don't know how to say that like yes of course everybody wants good techniques but you know it's like you know if you do a sayonage in judo like a big over the shoulder throw like the idea is that i have such a big powerful technique that i can smash right. you hard and, face you know, on yeah, the face yeah yeah and that's what i want to do but in aikido the only goal is that you quit trying to get to that better right. position and if you quit trying to do that you don't fall i could care less i just want to put you in a position that if you kept doing that it would suck for you and if you pull out of that it sucks for you and so i create a win-win for myself and and no win for you and that and the power of it comes from the asymmetry of not wanting to hurt you back
1: so there's this thing that i have experienced several times in uh um and it is awesome and this is what i think a part of what i think you're talking about where um as i'm coming in to grab someone or coming in to push someone they move at the moment uh, that i start thinking about pushing them and i go eh i can i i don't i can't push Right. You. and then i have to reset the whole thing right, right? um and that's what you're talking about yes. you know that's what you want out of someone you don't you don't want me to push you so that you can you know, blend out of the right. way and grab my wrist, less about and that. flip me over. You want me to go? Ah,
0: yep. And, ah. and and
2: and, and <laughs> the, yeah. The Let best, me rethink this. Yeah. The whole, best you know? thing
0: is right. Like. The best thing is that and you go uh and you go there's no good attack here right okay the next best thing is you find a new position to attack good from and while you're finding the new position i am increasing right, my distance m- from right, you right, again right. so that means again i win that's a win for right. me right okay and then the the next thing that can happen is you choose to attack me from a crappy position right, right. and if Wait, you choose right. to attack me from a crappy position you have you, you have fall kazushi or, right you, yeah. you have no balance right. Okay, so, so like, this is the way you need to look at Aikido stuff is I'm only trying to always put myself in the maximal position. I don't care what your result is. Like, meaning, I don't care if I get you or I don't get you or make you happy or make you sad. I don't care. All I care about is I'm in a strong position, and you either A, have to choose to go somewhere else, B, choose to decide not to attack me, which is awesome. That's phenomenal. Or you attack me with a crappy position yourself. And those are all wins for me.
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, looking at. Um the the position there's not a lot you know it's not like there's a bazillion positions and they're all divided by it's four you know it's, right yes uh, with a few variations with, like, yeah. with variations
2: and okay so here's actually where I get to talk about my pet peeve okay <laughs> I think well <laughs> I so like, knew it was kind. so like uh, the way that people uh, often will practice uh, like tainohenko stuff mm-hmm. if they do at all um, there's more of an emphasis on the footwork of it and I I think that there's nothing wrong with paying attention, especially at first to how you move your feet, because especially at first when you're doing Aikido, you may have not ever done stuff before and you don't know how to, how to move from one position to another, the most efficient as you can. Um, but I feel like there's a hyper focus on that rather than the footwork of it, rather than where am I relative to this other person? And, and I think that, that work should be done early on to ha- to know how to use your feet and, and, and move them well. But beyond that, like letting go of that and just moving to where you need to be, you know, and, yeah. and like letting go of that structure of it. And I think that there tends to be because maybe other martial arts talk a lot about footwork. I don't know. I feel like I see this a lot where people are like, oh, but the footwork, this, the footwork, that. And I'm like, OK, but screw the footwork. Do you know where you're moving to, right. you know?
0: I think a lot of people don't actually understand footwork very right, well right. and uh-huh. that's why they say oh it's in the footwork cuz they believe there's a magic in the footwork that's going to fix stuff. There is good footwork and there is bad yeah. footwork sure, but like uh, once you have a gross understanding of how to move around Right. Then you don't need to work on that for a while. Right. There's other things that need to be triaged differently. You know, like yeah. work yeah. on those things. And so only you know, like when we're talking about a very high level thing. Right. If
2: you're elite, then maybe you come back around to sure. footwork again. And no know? one
0: in Aikido is elite, right? Now. I, was, I will tell you, no I one in the Aikido
1: say, community is uh, we, elite. We maybe should do a podcast on footwork if we have because there are some uh, interesting things to be said there. And and I think there is a lot of work. I think like a lot of footwork is suck. Even my like I feel like my footwork sucks a lot of the time um as well. Um But, but I, don't I know. think you're right. Like, it's like you the that level of thing isn't going to help you yeah. in what you're looking to That's do. Right. That's as right. long as your feet
2: can take you mostly where you need to go fairly efficiently, it's gonna work for our purpose in Aikido as of now, right, you know. Right. I mean, maybe one day if we have super elite Aikido people that are amazing, like then maybe footwork will matter again. But to me, a, a, an understanding of pos- positionality and where you're going and why you're going there is much more uh, crucial. And it's it, I don't think it is there as much for yeah. people, you know, like why am I going over there? And the
1: footwork, I you mean, know? it and and it's also real simple. It's just there's simple rules, you know, they're very yeah. simple rules. So footwork. it's really like. That you shouldn't have to put a whole lot of time into it. It's like if you're moving mm-hmm. left, move your left foot first, et cetera, so forth, yep. and <laughs> you know,
2: um, right. And especially, I mean, even with with geowas, it's you know like multiple attacker stuff, like going like, why would I want to go over there versus over here? You know, right. and yeah, and, and we didn't even talk about. However, you get about, there is uh, however you get there. You know, but but how can I how can I get. Or where should I go is the more right. important question. And we haven't
1: even talked about positioning when it comes to multiple people. Sure. Like, we're only sure. talking that's about another, one uh, person. And I think that's a really biggie because I see it all the time when when we do multiple attackers. Like, people making really... Uh, awesome one person blends, mm-hmm. really stupid two, two people, people blends. blends. Yeah, uh, stupid's are
2: like the right versus to use. You know, know why a
0: lot of times when you see Aikido geos it done, uh, one guy or two guys or three guys are waiting right, while right, they right, deal right, with right. one person. It's and one then they versus in, one yeah, versus right. one. Yeah, it's one. sequential instead of you know all at yeah. once. And
1: right. I think that's because it, be, I don't think in most schools, and we do this, we really hear the positions with two people, right? And and you know, if it's two people, it could be three people, and and on whatever. But usually, two people. And you know, where do you? Where is the best position you want to be? Where is the worst position you want to be? Um, how do you fluctuate between those those two things? And I think that's been very helpful in being able to look at then at, at someone. And be able to tell them, you know, because I think people realize uh, when they're doing uh, multiple people, GioWaza, they make a bad blend. I think they realize it quickly, especially if they get touched, you know, if they get hit, if they get caught. Um, I don't think they know why. That's right. Uh, So it's nice to be able to afterwards be able to go, okay, do you know what happened there? Do you know why you ended up getting caught? It's because you put yourself into a worse position the worst the the worst position you know and i think generally you know people might be oh stay outside the group outside the group outside the group okay cool what does that mean and how can you make that right Right. Right. the outside
2: the group is kind of the equivalent of get offline in terms of like okay we got that concept but but let's expand on that a little more to understand outside the group but but how are different ways right. that that group might be formed you know
0: yep and and you know as you get into it you there's all kinds of exceptions to the rule as well you yeah, know like course. so so <laughs> understanding how all that stuff plays out like you can't understand the exceptions until you understand the rules and right. you right. know it's like people should look at martial arts like like playing poker you know like if you look if you read a book on how to play poker it's basically just always trying to skew percentages in your favor that's all it's doing and if and if it doesn't look like it's skewed in your favor. You just get out, you know, like that's what you do in program. And that's what you should do in life is like you're always like assessing like what's the probability here because that's all you've got, you know. And so like a little bit of position is what you need that gives you, yeah. you know, a, a 5% increase of what you had before, you know, like and that's valuable.
2: You're constantly making calls on this on particular situations and and, and making a better call will will up your chance of that's doing right. better. And that's I think right. uh, what we lack a lot in Aikido training is teaching decision-making in addition to the nuts and bolts. You, like like Chris was saying, you have a box full of stuff, right. but you don't know how it goes together. And to me, the decision-making no, I is, think that's is, a, is linking those things together. I think you know? that's a really
1: good point because I do feel like um, a lot of, and this maybe goes back to the last podcast that we talked about, um, that a lot of training is just like I'm sh- showing you the things, right? What you choose to do with them is up to you, right? You know,
2: and that this is a, a crucial
1: I, piece, right? And and I think so. It places all of the onus or all the emphasis on the person training to figure out like how w- how do I put these things together? Like I know Ikio now. How do I? Yeah,
0: well, when's that good? Right. You know, and it's funny because when you when you understand, I think I have a really good understanding, about Ikyo. and when i got that good understanding of Ikyo, i really felt like when is Ikyo not a good idea right, you right. know like, it's such a solid idea but it's like it doesn't mean like grabbing someone by the elbow and pushing them down to the ground and holding them that's not ikkyo man a, that's a part of ikkyo but ikkyo is like such a a useful tool and that like when you're going through the right thought process, the tools will become apparent what they're good for. You know, like if you're just looking at a box of tools, maybe you pick up a screwdriver and try and hit something with it. The first time you do that, you go, hmm, the thing with the big steel head looks better, you know? And you pick up a hammer, you know, it works good. And then you try and turn a dainty thing, it's like, well, the steel head thing doesn't work anymore. So so what you've got to go through the process.
1: And see, I think if there's someone who's been through that box already and knows that the hammer uh, is good for the nail. They should tell the person, right. like, hey, the hammer's good for the nail. Right. As, and, so, and what I think right now is we have a bunch of people in Aikido who don't know what the hammer or the screwdriver are really good for. Right. And so they can't even... Right, right. And then
0: then we got a lot of people in Aikido who want to like take the hammer apart because they really think that the handle would be good for this thing and the the head would be good for this thing. They're different things than than the preassembled hammer, you know, like. Right. Yeah. yeah, And and that's the thing, you know, like when I'm talking about this stuff uh, and I say like, you know, most schools of Aikido, you probably got the goods. You know, you probably really did. You got the tools. But it's just like understanding what that tool is good for is, is maybe what you're having a hard time understanding. Well, and
2: like that's a system. Like a system isn't just the the stuff; it's the how it all links together and how you use it, how you put it into practice. Because otherwise, what do you have except a box of stuff? You right,
0: know, right, right. And then you got you know like so you got one group of people who's like like oh well you know the you could knock that nail in the wall with the screwdriver if you could hit it harder. And yeah. so like let's give you a harder way to hit it, like teach you how to hit it harder. And it's like well that might do it, but there also might be a better tool in that box, right. For you for for, right. for putting the nail down, you know. It's like there's just all these like weird things going on. It's like let's just assess our tools and let's talk to each other about what the tools are and why we think those tools might be good for certain things, you know? Yeah.
2: And I think the other thing too is we tend to be too quick to dismiss stuff in in. Uh, learning and trying to understand what aikido is all about you know and i think positioning is one of those things where it's like yeah yeah we get it okay position get offline blah 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 but it's like no like let's talk about like what is that all about where can you be why might this be better what techniques arise from this position why would you bail from this other position or you know I honestly, how does that time with even, other people even like,
1: the dis even the 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 choice between ai homni and is a big thing. Like, why would I choose, if you know, uh, to maybe do like a, a triangle and bring my other side forward? Right. Like, right. why would what that advantages
0: come from that? What, why
1: would that be a thing yep. rather than keeping my yep. right. my lead yep. side forward? Yep. Um, that's something I think a lot of people maybe don't even ever think about.
0: And what's like to me, I, I honestly don't even care like for, for Aikido's sake, I, I don't even care if they intellectually know why and they could explain why, but if they just did the tools right like, you know, okay. when I see people <laughs> doing stuff, it's like well, but that's just not how you would use that. That's right, It's right. not good for doing that thing you're using it for right now you know, like like when you see someone trying to like, you know, use Ikkyo amote as like a hardcore takedown technique, it's, like, it's just not good for that. Right, like right. So it'll never Work right, you know, and so it's like even if you couldn't explain it intellectually, use the tools right in the right place. But it's like everyone has the tools; they just don't know when to use them. You but know? it's
2: like somebody has to explain it intellectually so that other people, so that they yes. can teach yes. it right, yes. so so that there can be a generation yes. of people who some understand it intellectually, some just can do it. But so, the teacher, somebody has to know how to know, like know what the heck's going on, yes. you know. And that's that's where the rubber meets the road.
0: That is where the rubber meets the road. Uh, Forty six minutes, and hopefully this helped. Yeah, yeah, I know. We could
2: probably keep going on this <laughs> I, I subject we talk for, for, yeah.
0: for a really long time. So it's like all the small basic stuff, like quote, I'm going to put quotes on that, small. Um, it's the stuff that we really need to be working on. So people, you know, like they're worrying about like, how do we add kick defense in Aikido? It's like, well, let's understand awareness. Let's understand distance. Right. Let's understand position. Let's understand Hadoki, right? Like, so let's understand those concepts first, which are big key concepts that, like, are correctly described in most all Aikido schools, but then we don't think about why that is such an important
1: thing to talk about. And here's the truth about it if we were thinking about those things, we would see we do have a kick defense, right? It's called distancing, right? Right? It's the best defense, right? And position, Ah. those two things, yes. So all right.
2: <laughs> Whoop, there it On is. On
1: that. <laughs> I got very indignant there for a second. Well,
2: sometimes it's hard not to.
1: <laughs> so, let's go ahead. I believe that we have some new patrons oh, since last do. time, yes. yes? we do. Let me yes. see if I
2: can pull up those specific names. That's very nice. Chris That's... always um, he generally gets those yeah, notifications yeah, yeah, and, he'll and, he'll and he'll send them send to Josh
1: I We give a little fist bump emoji yeah. <laughs> back and forth. That's what we do.
2: Um, so let's see. Let's see he sent to us this week. Ben Aldrich, which he put in, in his, as his nickname, Bear Wrestler.
0: The Bear Wrestler. <laughs> the bear. We have a Bear Wrestler,
2: right. folks. So it was and, funny he <laughs> sent that, and then Josh was like, wait, was that taken from an episode that we had? And I was like, hell yeah, it was.
1: Because I remember there was an the episode <laughs> we were talking about Bear Wrestling. Right. Or Bear Wrestling.
2: Bear Wrestler. Dude, I, dude, I, dude.
1: And he also put it in quotes, right.
0: by the
2: way. I love it, yeah. Um, so yeah, so thank you, Not naked uh, Ben, for, uh, thank you, Bear Wrestler, for, bear wrestler. for um. Uh, being our patron, and then also uh, Kristen Sager, uh, Christian Sager. Sorry about that. Um, thank you so much to you also. Those are our new ones today. Awesome. Very um, good. So as for the list, uh, thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate yes, your uh, continued the patronage, group, yeah. and the list keeps getting longer and longer. So um, apologies if it's if you get bored listening to it, but. I guarantee if you're on the list, you are waiting to hear your name, which is exciting. So maybe that's a reason to donate is just to hear your name. I'd like to hear my name. (laughs) You're on the podcast. You get to say your name. Uh, All right. Thank you so much to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Christian Sager, yay. Uh, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippi, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Ben, Bear Wrestler, Aldrich, mm. Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heat, Jim Sullivan, Marchin Chiss, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brylin Crowley, Thomas Polino, Flor Hanowick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Tommy Siv, Dave Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinos Andrew, Christopher Asito, and Grant Templin. What are Thank you laughing knows. at over About there, Josh?
1: <laughs> like a the third way through i was like okay it's close to the end now okay there's a few more
2: (laughs) that's a good problem i'm very very happy about that
1: for sure uh so if you are a patron and you are interested in hearing us talk about a specific topic send us a message we always like to get those and we try to work them in when we can um if you have sent us a topic idea and we haven't talked about well, it, please let us know again because we be might have it lost again? it yeah. somewhere. Um, um, and it's
0: just because there's so many different emails that they come in, and I'll get one. And I'll be like, "Oh, good idea. Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll do that." And then later, I'm
1: like, oh, "I don't yeah, know. We haven't we haven't yet figured out Google Docs. Put that <laughs> yeah. Stuff we don't in. know that that exists. <laughs> um,
2: also, I did want to mention. I don't know if this is something that's still happening, but I did see on Facebook that they're doing a um, uh, seminar in Aikido for tomorrow seminar I guess which means it's like uh, for Aikidoka under 40 and I think it's in Denver, Colorado and that's coming up in February so uh, I kind of was sorry guys I turned my
1: face up at that
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was excited about seeing that because it's nice to see uh, something you know and I think it's not meant to be exclusive no, but rather I, I think it's a good kind of thing focus on well I
1: feel excluded but <laughs> good
2: you should I know. you're not invited
1: uh, it,
0: it's sucky because right now we're at a time where we don't have a lot of youth in Aikido and yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to work on For getting sure. youth in Aikido um, so this thing keeps going
1: yeah
2: yeah, so um, that's happening. Uh, look for that on Facebook, Aikido for Tomorrow. Maybe we'll share it on here. Uh, yeah, yeah, ages do 18 it. to 40, uh, uh, Boulder Aikikai. So just close, missed the so cut. So bro. Just yeah, the sorry. Cut. <laughs> um, if you can get your driver's license changed, then yeah. I'll, that I'll it, allow the, you to go. I wonder what the.
1: No, I have no if idea. I just showed up, I look young. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> just let me have this Josh um, so, no so that just, is really uh, cool I'm just being an asshole keep an eye out, out for that um, if you're under 40 um, I'd love to see you there I, 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 think, I, I think I'll think i go um, I'd, I'd like to be do there it, so um, it. yeah it looks like there's not that many people like signed up to attend at least on Facebook right now so so let's you know make that happen um, yeah. mobilize we'll mobilize <laughs> right. what's
0: the date on that again uh,
2: February here I just pulled it up oh dang uh, February 24th First, Yeah, February okay. 21st through 23rd, 2020. There you um, go. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's expensive. Road oh, it's, the event trip. itself is free, but donations are accepted. So, And there's room to lodge at the dojo and stuff, which road is awesome. So trip. that's very uh, attractive to young people because yeah. we don't road have money. Um, at least I don't. So, um, no one's listening to me. It's fine. I know. Why are you singing Road Trip in the back? <laughs> road Trip because I want to go and, on a road trip.
1: I don't have to go to the – in fact, it would be nice – to be able to go and hang out and not have to do <laughs>
2: <laughs> That was great.
0: I don't even want to go to your stupid seminar then. But Chris, just, I'll go to a coffee shop Chris and, and have coffee. Go get go
2: coffee. Right. You yeah. guys just,
0: we'll talk
1: about Aikido. Or whatever coffee else <laughs> there is to do then. Anyway.
0: <laughs> you no, guys that, will be peeking in the it window. It sounds like right, a really right? good idea. I yeah, think
1: yeah, people yeah, should yeah. go if you can go. Um, um, tip all right. of the
2: week. Tip of the week. Pew, pew, pew. Um... <laughs>
1: We need to get that. Can we get that? The uh, little air horn
2: thing. Yeah, bam, 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 you can get bam, bam. an app on your phone. Yeah, man. That. Um, so, tip of the week this week is um, I'm going to try and give you some instruction instruction here to make it ooh, a little easier. Um, think about p- positioning in Aikido, but specifically if it's difficult for you to kind of conceptualize like what those are for and 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 what's going on with them, what to what to do. Uh, do what I did, which is look at the the different techniques. Where the techniques happen from? Where does Kokunage happen from? Where does Ariminage happen from? Where does, you know, Nikyo happen from? What position relative to the other person? And and collect them based on where they start in relation to the other person. And, and just see what the the similarities are, the differences are. And, and see what you can learn just based on uh, mapping that out. And that, you know, hopefully will give you a jumping off point to start thinking about. Uh, positions in Aikido and, and maybe moving backwards from there um, can tell you a lot about those positions yeah
1: there you go that's a good one alright that would have been my one too so.
2: yeah also uh, happy holidays to everyone yeah happy uh, holidays and we'll uh, oh be... I
1: think this will come out right before Christmas right then. before yeah. Yep. Christmas yeah well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah and then we'll have wonderful. one more episode
2: Solstice. yeah one more episode before before the new
1: year oh, man oh, done another year that's Jeez. crazy we'll do wow. a we'll do a 2019 wrap up <laughs>
2: Ooh, I kind of like that.
1: Twenty nineteen, yeah. Well,
2: a supercut. Oh my yeah, gosh, supercut.
1: All right, Just guys. Of all of the best jokes that we've made, <laughs> all of the <laughs> chewing noises and
2: <laughs> weird background baby screaming right, right. stuff.
1: Yeah. All right, we won't do that. <laughs>